Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Weekends were made for sports. Now do the robot voice. I want to hear it again. Meet more sharp robot. That's a terrible robot voice. A look at the weekend in sports with the inside story on the Blazers, the Ducks, and the Beavers. Everyone, meet freelance alien bounty hunter Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp? The football guy? Yeah, I hunt aliens now. Used to catch TDs, now I catch ETs. You ever caught an alien, Shannon? Not yet, Mr. Question, but I'll let you know when I do. This is Sports Sunday with Mike Lynch. Where are the turtles? Where are the turtles? Come on, guys, get out of here. Where are the turtles? And Rashad Taylor. Nobody calls me Lebowski. You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude, man. On 1080 The Fan. Hour 2 of 2 here on Sports Sunday. Mike Rashad, Joe with you until 11 o'clock today. Hate it or love, it's coming up at 1030. This will be a quicker segment because, as Joe said, we did go long. But I want to read a couple more texts that came in on the Ben Simmons conversation. Uh, Sure, I'd like Simmons. It would at least change the team from a template that loses each year would change pieces. Yeah, I think that's kind of where I'm coming from with this. And I tweeted this, and I think I said this after the Blazers lost on this show, too. If there are not major changes this offseason, I consider this offseason a failure. Um. In my mind, that included letting go of Neil O'Shea, but I don't think that's happening. So new coach and then major changes. Right. Whatever that means, however that comes to be, it's a failure of an offseason if it's not that because what we've seen for the last eight years is making moves around the edges to try to make it better, and the edges will never make it better. Right. You've got you've to make some changes to the core. Uh, this text says Simmons for CJ in a first-round pick because of age, that's it. I wouldn't do it for any more on primetime last week. The guys went off about how much better Simmons is and then proceeded to talk about how terrible he was in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, I kind of, I kind of think that's the reason why he's a somewhat realistic acquisition is because Ben Simmons is not the perfect player. You're not saying trade CJ for Kawhi Leonard, right? That's unrealistic, but you're saying trade CJ for an imperfect player. Who's great defensively and gives you a lot of what you need and what, what you're missing, maybe that works. Um, 
if the Blazers can do CJ in a first for Ben Simmons, yes, immediately, yes. But I'm saying even if they have to give more in, in the hypothetical one that Danny Morang put on Twitter, I would even do that, right? I just I just feel like you need at this point it's it some of the some of the be smart for the future moves need to go out the window because you're trying to win in the next few years. And that's kind of like you got to make that leap now. And who are you so attached to on this team if you're a Blazer fan that you don't want to get rid of more than just CJ? Like are you are are Blazer fans really that attached to Anthony Simons? I think he's the one guy that you see the most upside with and you've seen it over the last little bit, and Simons is kind of developed into starting to develop into an okay defender. You know, he does make it with, easier to trade CJ because he gives you a lot of what you, he, CJ what can CJ give you. Has, but also, he gives you a little more than what CJ CJ can give you. And so, are you really that willing to hold on to Nazir Little? Like, is that gonna make you angry if you got rid of a guy that doesn't really play at all? You know, not really. So, for a guy like Ben Simmons, and if you say Ben Simmons isn't better than CJ, then you don't watch basketball. Like, CJ is a great. Great score. Yes, he is a very, very gifted score. That's where that conversation ends. You know, and Simmons is a great rebounder. Simmons is a great passer. Simmons is a great defender. You know, so those are those are three things that the Blazers absolutely need at this point. So, I mean, I, I understand, but let's not be so so let don't do the let's not do the Blazer thing to where we're so attached to guys like Rudy Fernandez or Sergio Blazer Rodriguez fans are petrified of uh, Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah, I mean, and here's the thing: like Jo is the one time in history that that's happened. Like nobody else left Portland and became better like that. Like I mean, Sheed went off because Sheed was already great and went and joined another great team and won a championship. We shouldn't have let Rasheed go, but they did. So whatever. But, outside of that, like who who else have the Blazers let go outside of Jermaine O'Neal? and said, oh, man, he's really going to come back and bite us. Like, Patty Mills was a good guard. Patty Mills is the same guard he, he is now that he was when he played for the Blazers. He has come back to bite you, but... Yeah, Will uh, Barton is the same player now that he was when he played for the Blazers. You know, it's it's, it's just kind of one of those things. Like, so I, I understand, like, not wanting to get burned like J.O., but that J- Jermaine O'Neal was an anomaly. That that probably won't happen anymore. This text says Ben Simmons for C.J. Zach Collins in a first-round pick. Sure. Straight... what? Where's the first round? We don't have a pick for the next two years. Is well, no, you're not allowed to trade picks in back-to-back years. So they've got a first. Not, I think they have a first this year, and then they don't have one the next year. I think that's how it works. Um, but you know, you can trade future first. Like you can go out and trade future first if you want. I would do that. Yeah. I mean, I think I think the team might do the let's see what Zach Collins has on a one-year deal kind of thing this year. Uh, I I just have a gut feeling just because, you know, Neil O'Shea hates being wrong. We know that, right? And Zach Collins was the foundational pillar, quote-unquote. Remember when they drafted him? Mm-hmm. He's going to be a foundational pillar. Uh, so I, I have a feeling they're going to try post many injuries to see if Collins can do anything. But I would also trade him for that, yes. I would also make that deal. And then this text says, if the Blazers win two first-round picks or like 26th place, they're not that valuable. Right. Which is why I think Danny Morang in his tweet said up to three first round picks because those are not as valuable because if they're going to be in the playoffs every year, it's going to be late twenties and yeah, maybe you'll get some good players, but you're not trading the the ninth pick in the draft. No, you're trading the 20th something pick. So yeah, I would agree with that. And then this text says, I don't want to see them get rid of little. Yes, he doesn't play much, but he's good. It's not an attachment. I think he's legitimately, legitimately good. And he should have played over mellow most nights. Yeah. I've seen some blazer fans have that thought. But I think here's the thing, again, at least in my opinion, is 
sometimes to get a better player, you're going to have to give up something who someone who has potential that you like, who might be a good player in the future, right? This right now, in my mind, this is about winning with Dame. Nasir, Nasir Little right now, I don't think wins with Dame. Maybe in three years, Nasir Little's a great player, but that's when Dame's 34, 35, and you're at the back end of that of that line. This is about you have Damian Lillard, who, by the way, might be getting upset and might be starting to think about leaving, right? After all of this talk that he's staying here forever, which I still think is going to be the truth right now, he's getting more and more frustrated, it's hard which means there's going to be more and more thoughts in his mind of maybe I shouldn't stay here my whole career. I think it's harder and harder for him to say that. I think the more and more losing he does, he's starting to see that, man, It's uh, I'm going to stay, but I don't want to. Like You're going to see the tune start changing here in a little while if they don't make some moves. And hopefully a guy like Ben Simmons is – exactly what the Blazers can pull off to, you know, kind of take that next step forward because before you lose your superstar. And that's what every Blazer fan fears is that you lose because let's be real, the way Dame shoots, he's going to help any team win a championship. If you're close to a championship at this point and you add a Damian Lillard, he's going to win a championship and you're going to be sad as a Blazer fan. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I get it, but that kind of thought process here, it's, I, I tend to be with that normally, like keep some of your good young players, build them up, have them learn, have them help you. But sometimes when you're when you're ready to make that final step or you think you need to make that final step, you got to get rid of some of those guys. I think that's it's just that simple. And if you if you want to choose between Simons and Little, I would choose Simons. You can choose Little, but if that means they're trading Ant Simons, right? There's 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 something you got to give up for good players. It's just that simple. So that's kind of the way I view it. We got a break coming up next. We'll get a little more playoff to in before talking before I hate it or love it. This is Sports Sunday on the Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can over overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Spiling up just like a risk staircase. No fly zone. Please stay the fuck out my airspace. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Is this from the new album? It's a great album, by the way. The new J. Cole album. Oh, yeah, it's cool. It was really good. Matt, yo, this is going to sound super weird. Have you heard the new Migos album? No. Culture 3, not yet. Yo, like, Migos are weak to me. This album goes, bro. I like it. That takeoff, 
Take he's off. fresh. Everybody, you know, you're starting all of a sudden. He's rapping, and everybody's starting to see how how dope Takeoff is. Like, yeah, that album is super dope. Best ad libs in the game. No, yeah, but he, as, as rapping, like, oh, okay, Takeoff, I see you, money. Yeah, I like it. All right, let's get into a little more of the NBA playoffs here before we get to hate it or love it. Would you like to focus on today's Game Seven or Game One of the Western Conference Finals? Ooh, pick your let's own go, adventure. Let's go Game Seven. Let's start there. All right. Well, I don't, I don't know if we're gonna have time for both, which is why I asked you, but. Um, at least next week we can assume the Western Conference Final Series will still be going on, so maybe we'll get to talk about it then. But uh, Game 7 today between the Hawks and the Sixers, frankly to me, is a huge surprise that we're at a Game 7. The The funniest thought I had this week was, if you would have told me that Nate McMillan would be hired in the middle of the season and bring a team to an Eastern Conference Finals, I would have laughed in your face. And Nate McMillan was hired by the Hawks in the middle of the season, and he turned their season around completely. They were outside of the playoff picture. They were playing no defense. They were super inconsistent. They got themselves all the way up to the five seed, beat the Knicks handily in the first round, and have now pushed the Sixers to a game seven. They're very fortunate that Joel Embiid's playing on a torn meniscus because he's been very Jekyll and Hyde after he hurt his knee in this series. But that's amazing to me that Nate McMillan, the, the former Blazers head coach, Nate McMillan, has led the Hawks to a one win away from the Eastern Conference Finals. That's nuts. I mean, I, shout out to Nate McMillan, former Blazers coach. And he's really got this Atlanta team playing with confidence. And I think that's the, the best thing. Atlanta, they haven't been to the playoffs in, uh, it's been a few years now. And they were in the basement last year and the year prior to that. They found that they had an all-star last year in Trey Young. And it's like, oh, okay, this guy's legit, man. Season numbers 25 and 9 for Trey Young. <laughs> His playoff numbers against Philadelphia have been ridiculous, man. What he's done, uh, game 2, 21 and 11. Game 3, 28 and 8. 25 and 18. 39 and 7. Last, uh, last game, 34 and 12. Like, Steph doesn't distribute the ball as well as... He's averaging 30 and 11 in this series. Steph doesn't distribute the ball as well as Trey Young. And 29 and 10 against the Knicks. Uh, who else? Um, Luca doesn't distribute the ball as well as Trey Young does. Dame doesn't distribute the ball as well as Trey Young does, and he's scoring thirties when he's doing it. Only, only other person I know in the NBA that's doing similar things like that is James Harden, putting up multiple uh double digit assists and also giving you possibly thirty points a game. At least when he was in Houston, that was a normal thing for James Harden. And here we're seeing Trey Young do this in the playoffs against a great defensive squad like this Philadelphia team. Like, hey, man, win or lose, Trey Young just became a lot of people's favorite player. And I'll say that before these playoffs, didn't watch a lot of Atlanta Hawks basketball. You know Trey Young mostly for, you know, oh, he baits fouls. Is he really that good? Can he really lead this Hawks team? Question is, yeah, he's really that good. And he's totally changed my perception on him completely in these playoffs. And also, when when you look at this Hawks team, it's a pretty stacked team. Like John Collins, he can jump out of the Underrated stadium. Underrated big, yeah. Clint Capella, um, tall white kid, redhead. Kevin Hoyter gives I you length her. and gives you threes. Lemon Pepper Lou, Danilo Gallinari. Like, you, got, you got one of the Bogdanoviches who can shoot the three yes, well. Yeah, he can shoot lights out. Like you I don't know at, which one. Is it Bojan or Bogdan? Which one is on? I think it's Bojan. Yeah, and it's just like you look at that team. It's like that's it's a Bogdan. Bogdan. Oh, that's a that's a deep <laughs> team, right. and that is a all of them have a role that they fill just 
almost perfectly. You wonder what else this team will need that can push it over the year. Maybe it's just this experience That's of going it. deep in the playoffs, and then next year, it's the sky's limit for them. And it's and it's Atlanta's not Portland. So people will see the fact that, oh, man, Atlanta's making a move. Looks like they might need a two-guard. Looks like they might need a whatever and go play there. But Trey Young, hey man, and he's got some FU in him. Yeah, there's some. There's yeah. a lot of that in him. It's like, oh, okay, you're going to boo me? You're going to try to spit at me? Well, watch this. Let me bow to the New York crowd because we just put on a show. Brilliant. Yeah. That was brilliant. And just one more thing, Mike, before you go, talking about the turnaround on the Hawks, they were 14-20 and 20 at the end of February. Yeah. 14-20. and 20. Going into March – they finished 27 and 11 the rest of the way. And it was Super all because impressive. Nate McMillan came in and changed the mindset of the team. So Super impressive. Shout out to you, Nate, man. We respect you here. Um, I was going to say, looking at this team, it kind of reminds me of what I think the perfect offseason for the Blazers is. Is you have two good defenders in John Collins and Clint Capella. Trey Young is not a good defender. Bogdanovich is average. And I, I, I don't know much about, uh, how do you say it? Hoiter? Hoiter? Herder. Herder? Yeah. Herder, yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't think he's a great defender either. I think he's a little bit undersized. Uh, you know, Gallinari's older and slower. You've got two good defenders and you've got three scores. And you're getting a really well-balanced offensive effort. And you're able to stop a Sixers team, especially in some second halves in the series, from pulling games away because you can defend them well too. So, yeah, shout out to the Hawks. But in game seven tonight, so the Sixers won two days ago to force game seven. They were down 3-2 in the series. They won 104-99. They played amazing defense, as per usual. Um, to be honest, as much as this is a great story for the Hawks, I would much rather see the Sixers win this game so that we get Bucks Sixers in the Eastern Conference Finals. If you get Bucks Hawks, I think the Bucks win that game, win that series in five. If you get Bucks Sixers, I think you're going to see the Bucks and this series potentially go the distance. So that's kind of as a basketball fan, that's just kind of what I want. I think with Bucks Sixers, I think the Sixers lose just as easily as the Hawks do. With you with, think so? With the fact that Embiid not being able to move, he's not going to be able to stay in front of Giannis. That's going to be a problem. He's still scoring twenty plus points a game and getting double digit boards. He is because he's. I mean, the bigs. As, as much as I like, you know, John Collins. Well, like Capella's a good big though. Capella's Capella's a. a a legit big. He's a good big, but <laughs> neither one of those guys are Giannis. He's, and I think he's that's a, he's a big. And I think that's the issue. Like when you're compelling comparing those guys to the two time MVP, it's it's you know what I mean, they kind of pale in comparison. And so I think it could be a, a really tough series for either team. I think the Milwaukee will win either way, but I think the Hawks have a much better chance because the Hawks are like they can shoot. At the end of the day. That's the, true. The Hawks can shoot. And if you can shoot, that's why the, that's how the Hawks made it so far. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that would be a better series, but just in terms of big names and getting the one seed versus the three seed. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be a really good Eastern conference finals. I'm looking forward to it. Like, I think it's either way, it's going to be a whole, whole lot of fun. And when you get to see young players put on this big stage, like Trey, Trey Young's 22. You know, we talk about, you know, uh, Luca being 22 and some of these other young guys, the De uh, Deandre Ayton is what? 21, 22 at mm -hmm. this point. Like you got a lot of Devin Booker's 24, like you've got a lot of young guys that are really leading the charge for the NBA right now. And it's it's kind of we've we've seen I think we've seen the official changing of the guard. LeBron's out. Uh, KD is out. You know, Dame's a superstar and he's out right now. The superstars that are there are Paul George and and uh, Giannis, and Trey Young and uh, who else is on the other side? Well, I guess Ben Simmons. Uh, Embiid is how old? Embiid is still oh, 25, know. 26, you know, somewhere around there. So uh, that's I think we've seen the official change. 27. Okay, so a little older. But well, I think we've still got those old heads like, yeah. you know, Chris Paul hanging Chris around. Chris Paul, you know, <laughs> yeah, but well, you know, he, and he, may, he may not play, you know. <laughs> yeah. and so 
So yeah, well, he's think, out today. Yeah, yeah. And so I think we're seeing the official changing of the guard as far as you know LeBron and KD and then Steph to an extent kind of being I'm not saying phased out, but you know you're seeing these young guys really starting to come to the forefront and really be the faces of the league, and I think it's cool. All right, let's break. Coming up next, it's time for Hate It or Love It. But first, Joe has sports. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. All right, that music means it is time for Hate It or Love It. Joe will have some questions for us and then award us or deduct us points based on our answers, and the winner will host the final segment. Okay, Joe, what do you have? Well, first, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Appreciate you, Joe. uh, Appreciate you. Rashad uh, Rashad and I were talking before the show, (laughs) and uh, I think we're just going to take our Father's Day gift early and just leave. We're out of here. Oh, and play the music. See ya. I mean, that means I get the show. I'm not doing the show by myself. That means the show's over. That's fine with me. Just close it out. Run ESPN. We're good. (laughs) We'll find find something to go on. I'll go 30 minutes early. We're out of this. No, we got basketball stuff. Um, Uh, By the way, before you start, I want to bring to the air. Everyone go to Joe's Facebook page. Or Facebook page. His Twitter page, JoeFish3, F-I-S-C-H. He just posted his Father's Day post. Where the picture of him as a kid with his dad and grandfather and a picture of him with his son. I, maybe the two pictures next to each other are not perfect, but like perfect to, for this point. Joe as a kid looks identical to his son. Spot on. Like identical. It's not like, oh, I see the similarities. It's no, it's the same person. <laughs> it's fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. Genetics, man. They're a trip. That is it's something. It they is something. are a trip. We'll All see right. if he, uh, you know, is as good looking as me is when he gets this age, you know. Not better looking, right? Probably not. <sighs> <laughs> all right, moving on to NBA basketball. Looking at all the teams remaining, and I know that we still have a 76ers-Hawks battle game seven yet to go, but I'm pretty high on the 76ers myself, so I want to know if you guys feel the same way, hate it or love it. The 76ers win healthy best team remaining oh i hate it it's the it's the bucks we, we like we talked about it it's milwaukee philly has a massive flaw and that's they don't have scorers they have one three-point shooter right now that you trust in seth curry and he's been good don't get me wrong but you, you can't win a playoff series with one shooter one you can't do it 
Uh, Joel Embiid is incredible, and he is nearly unstoppable. But we have often seen this with bigs who don't have help is they can't do it all by themselves. They need guys they can pass the ball to shoot too. And uh, because of that, I'll say the Bucks are the better roster right now. The Bucks are not perfect either. Don't get me wrong. Drew Holiday was massively inconsistent in the playoffs thus far. They don't have a very deep bench, or at least they're not using a deep bench. If your top bench player is Pat Connaughton, that's not great for your playoff uh, hopes, although Pat Connaughton has turned into a solid bench player. Uh, but you've got two-time MVP. You've got a guy turning into a budding star in Chris Middleton. You've got a great defensive center who can also shoot the three in Brooke Lopez. Maybe not great anymore, but a good defensive center who can shoot the three in Brooke Lopez. That roster is a better roster. Uh, the Sixers are a good team. I think they're fun to watch. I, I enjoy Joel Embiid a lot. I like watching Ben Simmons sometimes as well, but it's just beyond that, I don't like them at all. I can, I could see the Hawks winning today, and and that's not what I want to see, but it's not it's not so cut and dry to me that the, that the Sixers, when healthy, have the best roster. So I say hate. Are we saying best roster in the playoffs or best roster in the Best league? roster left in the East. Best team oh, best remaining uh, in general. Oh, in yeah. general. Yeah. You said in general? Yes. Oh, I thought you said in the East. No, I said best team remaining. Oh, uh, I'll yeah. Still, I, I'll still hate that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to hate it as well. Uh, Milwaukee is just, they, they just beat uh, the great Kevin Durant and Giannis towards the end of the game looked damn near unstoppable except for when he was on the line. And I like the Suns a lot. And and then when, you know, especially when they have, without Chris Paul though, the Suns are the same team from last year, which, you know, is uh, maybe re trying to reach for the eighth seed. So we'll see how good they look. But at full strength, man, I, I think the Bucks are so good defensively. Uh, Giannis is still ha has so many holes offensively, but can still get things done for you. Chris Middleton is showing that he may be, in some cases, more than just the number two. Uh, and then you've got guys like Drew Holiday, who came through big in the clutch, but during any normal time, can give you about 17 a game. You also, man, have a, a, a really a really great uh, defensive coach and uh, Mike Budenholzer. I always get that guy's name wrong, uh, but he always right, but he all but he always seems to put his team uh, in the right situation towards the end of the game in clutch moments. And then you th uh, rattle off all the other guys, and Lynch kind of mentioned it, man. Brooke Lopez, who's been in the league for a long time, and Brooke Lopez is still putting up great numbers, uh, especially shooting the ball. And when you have a big that can shoot, that changes your entire offense. Um, I'm trying to think of the other guys that are there on that team, but there's just so many. Dante DiVincenzo doesn't even play anymore. But, you know, when he comes into the game, man, that can be an easy jumper just waiting to happen. So, I forgot he got hurt. Yeah, you know, so you got guys that aren't even on the – but then you got those other guys that are just there to do the dirty work. I think that's the main thing. The, the Bucks are very Milwaukee. Everything about the Bucks, it, it's a, a great um, – representation of the city of Milwaukee because it's hard nose. It's man that you seem like a bunch of guys that would ride Harleys on the way uh, to the game every week because they're they're tough. And I think that's the best thing right now. They're tough and they're healthy. And so because they're healthy, they're definitely the best team in, in the East at this point. There's still too many holes in in uh, uh, Philadelphia for me. All right. All right. Maybe I'm just higher on the 76ers than everybody else is. I don't know. Well, maybe you'll be proved right. We'll see. We shall see. Maybe I'm completely wrong today, even, in their season ends. Um, all right, moving on to the Nets team, team that just got eliminated. And I am on the side of fans where I did not want to see the Nets win it. I did not want them to get all these stars and create this super team and go right through the playoffs and storm their way to NBA Finals championship right away. I like having a season to have adversity 
and then come back maybe next year and if they win it i'll have i'll feel a little bit better about it still not a huge harden durant irie pairing fit uh kyrie irving pairing fan but still hater to love it you're glad the nets did not win it all this year i hate it i actually man was was hoping to see the the nets uh take it pretty far uh for one reason i'm, I'm a big james harden fan uh, i think people know that if you've heard the show i think he plays hard um and it's just one of those things i thought this would be his opportunity to get there i i especially hate to see that it happen because everybody got hurt and if the nets had won out there and they just actually lost to to milwaukee i would probably feel a little bit better about it but the fact is it's almost like when uh t- toronto beat the the Warriors in the finals like you know they won but did they really no clay on the floor no KD on the floor like yeah they won a championship but you know they didn't beat a team at their at full strength I think if you're Milwaukee and you do go the full distance it's like we know that we got past the Brooklyn team that didn't have anywhere near uh full strength at that time so um yeah, I wasn't super happy to see them lose I thought that KD would pull it out I would like to see I think this would have gone uh better for KD had he won because if he wins and gets a chance to go to the NBA Finals just as Kevin Durant and with the Gimpy James Harden and maybe no Kyrie, then I think that would have erased a lot of that. You couldn't win without uh, without Steph and Clay or you need a Westbrook or something like that. I think that would have went a long way to kind of dispelling those rumors for KD. I love it, Joe, because I was really intrigued this year because of what happened with the Lakers and some of the injuries that we saw to get a full fresh blood conference finals into the nba finals uh and now that Kawhi is hurt they're thinking it might be a torn acl uh, he might be out for the for the playoffs although they're they're, they're saying he's day-to-day or at least they're keeping it day-to-day for now you're gonna have a bunch of guys who have never won before with a chance to win you're gonna have the sixers or the hawks you're gonna have Giannis. you're gonna have paul george you're gonna have devin booker uh and chris paul if, when he comes back you're going to have a bunch of guys who have never had a chance to win a finals before now with a full fledged wide open shot yep. to win it. That's what I wanted to see. The nets were the one team of the guys that, I mean, I mean, it wasn't with Harden and Irving, but I guess Irving made the finals. Um, but, uh, with Durant, you've already seen that. I want to see completely fresh blood. So I, I love it. I'm happy we're going to get these teams in this situation because I, I'm really pulling for the Suns right now. That's a fun team to watch. I like the way they're built. I like Monty Williams as a head coach a lot. Uh, I'm really pulling for him. So it's a, it'll be a fun playoffs to watch because of it moving forward. All right, moving on to our next one in the Western Conference, the L.A. Clippers. Kawhi goes down. The series is tied at two games apiece. Everybody thinks, well, that's it. Utah, they're getting Mike Conley back. Uh, I mean, it's a wrap. Kawhi Leonard is the best player. How are they going to pull this off? Well, they won game five and then game six. They come back from what? 25, 26 points down. Mm-hmm. Have an unreal performance from Terrence Mann, who wasn't even in the rotation to start the series. You know, after first team ever in NBA history to come back from two 2-0 series deficits in the same postseason. Everybody counted them out against Dallas. Everybody counted them out against Utah. And now here they are going to their first Western Conference Finals. So, hater to love it. The Clippers slander needs to stop. (laughs) Well, what's interesting is that the Doc Rivers slander may need to start because Doc Rivers is, uh, although they're in game seven right now, the Sixers are doing a little bit of what the Clippers did when Doc Rivers was there and are blowing leads and are blowing games. Uh, needs to stop. Sure. Yeah, I love it. Look, the Clippers are a franchise that was one of the worst franchises in NBA history for one of the longest times. 
and we we all kind of either hate on them or we see hate for the Clippers because they went and got some stars and Steve Ballmer took the team over and tried to inject some life and more money into it. And it's like, it's seen as, well, it's an LA team. So the, the, you got to slander and they can't be good. I think it would be such a feel good story for, for the Clippers to win a finals. You know, uh, is it who I want to see win? No, but knowing former employee, Alex Crawford, he's been a Clippers fan his whole life. He's not like a new, new age Clippers fan. Somebody who's just suffered because the team has been terrible, getting them a chance to win would be fantastic. So yeah, I do think the slander needs to stop because it's a team that has never been good. So why do you hate them like they're the Lakers, right? So I say love, it needs to stop. I, You've took the words right out of my mouth, Lynch, man. I, I love it. Like the Clippers have always been bad. So I don't understand why you know everybody hates them. I'll tell you why. It's because people hate what's good, and the Clippers became good about 10 years ago. And once they once they became good, especially once they became good and started beating us, that's when it became really a problem. And that's when, because again, Houston never hated Houston before. Houston started beating us during the regular season. Then it's like, okay, we got a problem with these dudes. And I think that's the issue uh, right now, man. You got a guy in Paul George who's been a kind of a punching bag for the NBA over the past couple, a uh, little bit, really since the bubble, because he didn't come through when it mattered. I saw Paul George come through in a huge way in game six for his team and then come through in a bigger way in game seven for his team to make sure that he can take his Clippers for the first time ever, which is weird to say considering how many great players have once played for the Clippers at some point to, to say that they finally got into the uh, Eastern Conference or Western Conference Finals for the first time in 50 years, man, it's huge. It's a great accomplishment. They are not the Lakers. They do not have 17 banners. They do not have all the pomp and circumstance that goes with it, and they're in the same building. So, yes, I think the Clippers slander should stop. They're a good team. They're on the uprise, and they got good players that you probably should like. I know we probably don't like Paul George because of what he did when he's with OKC, but, hell, the Blazers won that OKC series, man. Paul George came to Portland, you would get on your knees and pray and thank the gods for making sure we got such a great player. So I love the Clippers right now. And I want to say that I think the Houston hate probably started back in 2009 when the Rockets absolutely blew the Blazers out of the water oh, in that yeah. playoff and series. Yao Ming yeah. went to work on the Blazers that <laughs> yeah. year. OMG, I think they lost Matumbo in that series. And it was like, oh, no matter, we'll just go ahead and demolish you at this point yeah i remember that portland was pretty jazzed about that playoff appearance and then reality hit them yeah. literally within like five minutes of that game yeah it started well didn't end, it didn't end well i, I remember that i don't even remember it starting well rashad like literally Yao Ming hit like his first like seven eight buckets in game one they were oh, I, like I meant before the tip-off i mean when i was <laughs> drinking and everything and getting ready for the game when i was pre-fucking it started well that game started it did not it didn't end well i remember that day vividly i went to a barbecue like a blazers uh, playoff party as well and it was like that party became real real uh, somber right yeah, away i remember yeah. that game vividly that whole day all right last one i am going to my sister's for a little father's day get together okay five racks of ribs are mm. going to be smoked and grilled i'm a little biased because ribs are my favorite food but taking in to all barbecue foods in general hate or love it ribs are the quintessential barbecue food love it i mean honestly uh, it, it goes ribs then you know brisket and then uh everything else like if you're now, when you say, to a hold park, on when you say barbecue feud, food do you mean the style barbecue or do you mean going to a barbecue 
uh, I mean, the style. Because okay. I know, like, you know, there's cookouts. And I think we've had this conversation before where there's, like, a cookout where you're doing, like, burgers and dogs yeah, 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 and yeah. stuff. But, like, okay, so the style of food barbecue. Okay, yes, keep yes. going. Sorry, Rashad. No, yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, ribs are at the top of the list, at the top of the food chain. Brisket is kind of a close second to ribs because you have to really know how to make a brisket. And then after that, it's everything else. You throw in your links, you throw in your, you know, burgers and stuff. Uh, hot dogs are at the very bottom. But well, that's burgers, not really in the barbecue style, though. Well, it's 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 in there, but I'm saying it's at the very bottom. But yes, if you're going to a barbecue, ribs are a one. Then after that, maybe some good brisket. If you got some, I'm a big fan of hot links. You got some good hot links to throw on the grill. I'm all for it. I was going to say, this is just a personal preference kind of thing. I like ribs. Don't get me wrong. I, I think great ribs done well, like the fall off the bone ribs are delightful. I just, I'm going to choose brisket for myself personally as the number one. It's not a bad choice. And then I think I'm going to go with the sausage two, then the ribs three. Just personal preference on that one. I love sausage. Absolutely love it. And I also really, really like brisket and ribs. I think. I don't know if it's it's just maybe the experiences I've had. Ribs are easy to kind of mess up, get them a little bit too tough. They're a little bit hard to get off the bone. Um, if you make them well, they'll skyrocket up the list for anybody. But I'd say brisket one, sausage two, ribs three for me. Personal preference. Big bratwurst fan over here. Yes, I could, absolutely. I could kill a package of Johnsonville by myself mm. probably. Mm -mm -mm. Or a big old kielbasa. Yep. Oh, man. Get a little andouille sausage too. Damn, mm. so excited to put it in. Uh, it's the Father's Day vibes. Put some, ba put some baked beans on the on the sausage. Ah, yeah, he lost me there. What, Lynch? Just adding flavors to it, dude. No. You put you put some of the baked beans on it. It's Don't good. Ruin no. your sausage. No. Congratulations, Rashad. Thank you so much, Joe. Appreciate you. Happy Father's Day to you, bro. Uh, when we come back, back uh, Lynch is gonna call his dad. And we're gonna say Happy Father's Day. We are on the fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 1052 on the fan. Wonderful, wonderful Sunday. Father's Day, the 20th, the day after Juneteenth. It is the longest day of the year today. I love it. It should be. 
It's also going to be hot. I love, I love that, too. It's going to be really hot tomorrow. Oh, yeah. It's going to be like 90 tomorrow. I am No, so it's going to the... be 93 today, 99 tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so at the at the river tomorrow. Cannot wait. And uh, I don't think I have any meetings on Monday. So... Oh, okay. So everybody knows, if you listen to the show, especially over the past few years, you know how I feel about Father's Day. Yeah, you uh, you hate that nobody cares about it. I, 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 I do hate that no one cares about it. However, I think this year is going to be different. Oh really? Yeah, man. I'm I'm going out to I don't know where I'm going. I'm going to get some some steak here in a little bit. I want to say at three o'clock. Okay. Heck yeah. Are is, is somebody doing it for you or you're just doing it? No, I'm going to a restaurant. So somebody's doing it for somebody's buying it for me. A pretty young lady, you know, wants to take me to get some Aww. steak, and the, as well as my mom and everything. So that'll be good. But fellas, I'm gonna say this to you: we, if we accept it, that's what we'll get. So if you keep, if we keep accepting tool belts and uh like things to fix up your house or you know things to make sure every, everybody else's living situation <laughs> becomes better because that's typically what people get for dads on father's day you know give them some well, tools, i'm sure some dads do get like them tools. some grill stuff you know get them some new spatulas and stuff for the grill and that's all well and good but ultimately that's all stuff that helps me fix the house or dad we're going to the a crop today there we go give dad a gift card to the a crop <laughs> that'd be good get him some steak bites you know i think that'd be a good thing but fellas until we start demanding more for father's day we're going to continue to get the, the the minimalist you know things that we end up getting so i think in some cases too though just just as a thought i'm not dad so i i don't know this is, I just talked to my dad this morning before I came into the show. I was like, oh, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just going to hang out, while watch the Yankees, and read a book. And I was like, defeated. Okay. He's so used to doing well, it's nothing not, for Father's it's Day. It's not defeated. He's like, well, well, I guess I'm just going to sit here and read the book. I, I, he's not defeated. I think a lot of times dads are just a lot lower maintenance, and they're like, yeah, I don't really care. Let's just chill. I just want a day to, to myself to relax. That's right? what's been presented to us is that, you know, just look at the sales. Name one great Father's Day sale that you've seen on TV. I have none. Well, hey, Joe? if you uh, come and see me on Tuesday at Video Only, uh, we got some great screaming deals. On know. Tuesday? Yeah. Is well, it like a post-Father's Day sale? Well, it is also Prime Day deals Monday and Tuesday, so uh, we'll say you're looking for a good deal. You know, get your uh, dad a nice TV or a nice home theater set. Yeah, on Tuesday. Is this legal? Can I do this? Yeah, I'm sure you can. <laughs> I don't know. Sure I know they're a sponsor, so I mean. And you work there. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Conflict of interest? I don't think so. <laughs> Actually, yeah, so. that would not be a conflict. That would be a benefit of interest, I suppose, right? Yeah, I don't think so. Is that a real thing? Buy your dad a flat screen. Drop two grand. Come on. Either way, get out <laughs> yeah, there. Help me get commission. Do Let's something go. cool for dad. Don't make him make his own meal. Don't make him, you Bring know, him take to you a steak somewhere. Restaurant. Yes, you know, do something nice for dad. That would be that would be incredible. Well, enjoy your steak dinner wherever it is you may be going. I appreciate that. Uh, hopefully you get everything you want for your Father's Day. You have a great uh, barbecue, Joe. Hopefully you get a great Father's Day there oh, as well. Oh yeah. Go have Definitely some. Uh, go have some brats and some ribs. Absolutely. That's gonna do it for us today. I'm out next week. Uh, next week is uh, my birthday, and my girlfriend is surprising me with a trip Hello. somewhere. I don't know where we're going, but uh, a couple of days I'll be uh, I'll be elsewhere. So uh, it'll be Joe and Rashad with you next week, nine to eleven on Sunday. I'll be back in a couple of weeks. Have a very good, longest day of the year. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 